Hello, welcome to Who Says Simon Says. I'm your host, Simon Chan. I'd like to welcome everyone to my first podcast and appreciate everyone for taking the time and listening to my podcast as well. Let's begin with a bit of a background of myself. I'm a person who really enjoys learning and I'm very curious about the world around us. Technology is one of those areas that's constantly changing and evolving, which keeps me intrigued and captivated at all times. This is why I like to keep up to date with trends and upcoming technology or any news that catches my attention. I like to use this platform to broaden my knowledge and help my listeners condense and break down the tech world. Alrighty-o, let's begin. This month has been a jam-packed month. There's been a lot of news in the tech world. Because there's so much tech news in the media, I just have to focus on Apple in this podcast. Last week on the 10th of September, Apple had their keynote conference at the Steve Jobs Theatre. I'd like to give some of our listeners a bit of a rundown. Apple started off with Apple Arcade, which basically delivered more than 100 plus game titles. The platform also supports PlayStation controllers and Xbox controllers and is accessible on any iOS devices. Apple TV Plus was also one of the key features, providing users with a unique experience with Apple in-house production shows. However, there's only a handful of shows currently being produced. I'm sure there will be plenty more. Apple Arcade and Apple TV Plus will be released on the 20th of September. iOS 13 was also shown at the event. It shows us how close the gap is actually closing from both platform of the iOS. There's a whole lot of features in this new iOS update from multi-function feature, to slide over, to new widget displays, USB accessibility, dark mode, and plenty more. Apple Watch Series 5 was an unexpected update. They have an improved screen, LPTO, built-in compass, better battery life, new material housing for the Apple Watch. They come in titanium, ceramic, and stainless steel. And most important of all, the display doesn't turn off. It uses a lower refresh rate, reducing battery usage, allows the users to see any information on the display at any given angle. A new 7th gen iPad also got announced. It runs on a 10.2 inch retina display with a smart keyboard adapter and also supports the 1st gen Apple Pencil. Runs on an A10 Fusion chip from the 2017 iPad Pro 2. This is definitely a good upgrade from the previous iPad. Now the star of the event, the iPhones, the iPhone 11, the iPhone Pro, and the iPhone Pro Max. Let's start off with what they share in common. They all run on an A13 Bionic chip. The storage is 64 gigs, 256, and 512 gigs. All three of the models shares a wide angle lens and an ultra wide angle lens and only the iPhone Pro and the iPhone Pro Max shares the telephoto lens. All three of them has night mode and all three of the models no longer support 3D touch. The iPhone 11 has six colorways, white, black, gold, yellow, purple. They're like Pascal colors and production red. For the iPhone Pro and the Pro Max, there's only four color options, gold, space gray, silver, and midnight green. The iPhone Pro and the iPhone Max both share the same display panel, running on a Super Retina XDR display, and the iPhone 11 is running on an ISP LCD display. The iPhone 11 is running on a 6.1 inch display, the iPhone Pro is running on a 5.8 inch display, and the iPhone Pro Max is running on a 6.5 inch display. Like always, the Apple keynote has always gone well. 
And I have to admit that every single time I walk away from this, I always want to buy one of their products. It always gets me interested, but until I sort of step away and think about it a bit and watch a bit of reviews and some general feedback from people, it sort of makes me think, should I really be buying it? And then I realize that I don't really need it at this moment in time. However, Apple always gives you a reason. Now let's explore these products and see why I would be buying them. Apple Arcade and Apple TV are quite unique to their own. And having more than 100 plus titles in terms of the gaming area really entices me to really give it a go and see how the game platform in generally works out. Being $7.99 Australian or $4.99 US, this gives me a great reason to try it. So at the end of the day, I would definitely give it a go, especially if there's a trial period for me to actually experience the game and see what I can take from it. It's really not about the money at that moment in time. It's just the experience where I can gain anything beneficial from it. And as for the Apple TV Plus, all I have to do is buy any Apple product um, like an iPhone, iPad or Apple TV automatically grants me a 12 month subscription. This is a great deal if I were to be interested in any of their content. But at this moment in time, there's nothing really that could have captivates me or interests me. But if I were to be buying one of these products, it definitely gives me a good reason to give it a go. The new Apple Watch Series 5. The form factor is the same as last year's, unless you have an older model like the Series 1, 2 or 3. But if you have a full, I wouldn't consider it at the end of the day, unless you really want that display to be constantly on, or you really need that compass. But one of you could be interested in one of those new materials on the watch, like the titanium or the ceramic edition. All in all, there's not much of a reason to upgrade from the previous edition. Now the big question, in regards to the iPhones, I would definitely consider it if I had extra cash around. But with the iPhone 11 or the 11 Pro or the Max, I don't know if I like the form factor of the larger phone, but I know that the cameras or all three of them are definitely amazing. There's a number of YouTube reviews already online showing you the features and the functionality of the latest camera built into these latest smartphones, which is the primary selling point of this phone. We can't really talk about 5G's or the refresh rate of the screen because it doesn't have it. But to be frank, at the end of the day, do they really need it? Taking into account there isn't enough 5G networks available at this moment in time and certain places won't even see it for a year or two. And I haven't covered the cost of how expensive these plans are on these 5G networks. Apple made a great decision in not rolling out 5G. By waiting, this allows technology to catch up and allows Apple to deliver a better quality product and user experience. Also, Apple is the only company is still currently updating their older devices, so therefore they have to make sure that all components are reliable. This is the essence of why Apple is taking a longer period of time in rolling out the latest technology, to make sure that their current and past products is able to meet the current updates. To sum up my view on the latest products, I have to admit they are a solid product. I would definitely consider a lot of these products, especially the watch, the tablet, and also the iPhone 11 Pro. They would definitely work extremely well with my daily life. And it's just something that I find that is reliable, stable, and able to last me for a good period of time.
Okay, and let's talk about something that was not discussed in the actual keynote. They are the rumors and speculations of products that would have actually came out during this period. Firstly, the tile tracking device. The U1 chip that is in the iPhones suggests that there is a tile-like product that will be released during this period and allows users to then be able to track down any objects or items which they want to locate like wallets, keys or any personal items. The U1 chip also doesn't just extend to that area, it also has the capability of having a greater awareness of devices around it, allowing pinpoint accuracy or even greater connection links between the two devices, allowing better airdrop transfer rates and speed and connections. Now let's move to the back of the actual phone. Have everyone noticed that the recent logo of the Apple has been shifted about half an inch down? Well, if you've noticed that, they've actually had a rumor where the uh, reverse charging was meant to sit. It might actually be already within the actual device, but they probably haven't actually switched it on. 9to5Mac believes that it will be activated once an update comes available and allows users to then utilize this unique feature. Okay, this is the end of the podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for taking the time and listening to my podcast. I hope everyone can take something away from this and join me next time on another talk on tech. Also, please check out my Instagram page and leave a comment at who says Simon says and I'll catch you next time. Thank you.